You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 135 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, This is the 53-man projection episode. A little late. Uh, It's been a while. A couple months. Yeah, hold on. Let's yawn, stretch. You know, we just woke up from, from, you know, summer, summer naps or... You know, honestly, nothing happened. You know, nothing really happened worthy of doing a podcast. Yeah, we did the off-season recap, and then that was it. Unless Albert Wilson was, you know, exciting. You know, I don't know. He doesn't really move the needle for me, but... We'll see if he makes my 53. Yeah, Yeah. you're about to find out what moves my needle or not, so... We should, you know, we should be banging out the episodes more often. Now we're into the season. It's training camp time, you know. People Uh, are getting excited. Yeah, last week was just a little shaky. We were were promising. We, We made false hopes, but... Here we I, are. I, I got sick last week, so it was kind of difficult. You know, playoff softball games, a lot going oh, on. God, that was fun. That was fun. All right, let's uh, let's, let's jump go right, right into, into it. Uh, uh, we got quarterbacks. Yeah, quarterbacks right away. I'm keeping three. You know, you were asking me if I tinkered with mine. This is it right here. I was keeping two. After kind of getting the vibe of what's going on with quarterback land, I'm keeping three. Keeping three. I think. I think. I mean, it's just. The way to go, Kurt, Mannion, Mond. Mond seems to he kind of started off hot, yeah, and then now it kind of seems like he's just hanging around with the threes for the most part. I but. feel like again when I initially did it, I was like thinking positive. Okay, Mond's gonna win the, the backup job, and then what's the point of Mannion? You cut his ass, probably put him on practice squad. He's basically a coach, anyways. And then it's been real like lukewarm reviews of Kellen Mond. So. I'll keep three. I'm not. I'm not. It's it's a bad backup situation, honestly. It's like if Kirk gets hurt, we're fucked. Yeah, and I think there's a couple guys left out there who you could like bring bring in if Kirk gets hurt. But Kirk's an Iron Man. He doesn't get hurt. Yeah, unless he gets COVID. Unless he gets COVID, and then Mannion plays, and it's one of the worst things we've ever witnessed. Well, that won't happen. But then Mond also came in that game and looked like one of the worst things we've ever witnessed. So. You know, hopefully, Kirk. If Kirk gets it again, he gets it earlier or like mid. When we like, you know, it's not. He just the needs last to not self, uh, you know, turn himself in. You know, <laughs> that's that's, true. that's the problem. They're not even testing anymore. Uh, quarterback wise, though, like it is kind of a shaky backup situation. But what do you? I mean, it, it has been for how long since now? Like, Case Keenum just, basically was the backup. Yeah, and well, even then, like that was shaky to me. Like, yeah, Case we Keenum thought it was. Turned out it wasn't. Yeah, Case Keenum did nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, up until then. I, the only problem is, like, I feel like I had that sort of in my mind, like, well, you know, we didn't know who Keenum was at the time. So we saw Manning last year. I've lost all any sort of, like, hey, former third-round pick, been in the system. Like, that dude sucks. Oh, yeah, he is garbage. Like, he is a friend to Kirk Cousins, and that is it. Yeah, and Mond, as much as, like, hey, third-round pick also, like, high third. Maybe it was a bad year with Zimmer and stuff, whatever. He just it just hasn't been good. We'll see in the preseason games. Maybe he'll flash something, but I'm hearing the word robotic a lot with him. Oh. Just a robotic guy. Okay, just does not improve on his mechanics. That's that's right. not good. Takes a long time to see the open man. Not know. good. Not, not good. Great. So uh, we're both the same. Three, three each. Three. So three out of fifty-three so far. Three, yeah. Okay. Try to keep that up, right? Uh, running backs. At four. I also have four. No Amir Abdullah this year. <laughs> I know. Always a. 
He was like the last man every time. But it was like, well, you know, he does kicks. He's a nice veteran, you know, third down back. You can, you can hit him on a jet sweep somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Four plays a year to Amir Abdullah. Yeah, but uh, and coincidentally, that's so many running backs we kept. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Kanaan Wangwu, and CJ Ham. Oh, I kept five. You counted Ham? Of course I counted Ham. I kept Ty Chandler also. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, he's having a great camp from what I'm hearing. Oh, that that's fine. I, I, haven't, I haven't touched mine. This is this is pre-camp. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, you'll slide Ty Chandler out of the practice squad. Don't worry about it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, what was, was he, he? Six-round pick or fifth? No, yeah, he was earlier than uh, a six for sure. I mean, I'll look it up. I'll look it at the old... Uh, I just remember we were in the uh, in the uh, nice old little old Delta Lounge when that pick came across. Oh, I remember that too. Fifth round pick. Fifth so, round okay. pick. Okay. I mean, I mean, you do you can cut a fifth rounder, but it's it's pretty rare. I mean, yeah. you could probably cut him and get him on practice squad. But I like him. I feel like he's had a good camp. You got to keep Kenny Wangu for those kick returns. This guy's a beast. So I kept five. I like I I, I that's fine. <coughs> so I'm at eight out of fifty three. Seven out of fifty three. Uh, but that's a, that's a nice running back room, especially like so like Ty really Chandler. Good. I want I wanted to keep Ty Chandler, mm-hmm. but uh, I think I kept a little more depth on the on the defensive side of things, so didn't have a spot for him. But yeah, I mean, super fast. Didn't he transfer from Tennessee? To, you got him from North Carolina. Yeah, I think he transferred yeah. from Tennessee, and there there are a couple plays even like early on at Tennessee he was flashing some potential. So. And then you're clearly keeping Kane for the kickoffs, Dalvin Cook, Madison. It's a really good running back room. And you got Cook wearing number four and Madison wearing number two now. This looks game really changing, good. Game changing stuff here. I mean, that's what really matters. So Madison looks thinner okay. in number two. Well, that's why single digit. I think Is that Delvin looks bigger in number four, though. Maybe he's just gained weight. Should we be concerned? Well, if it's weight, it's more <laughs> muscle. So oh, he's no, bulking I'm up. not concerned. <laughs> I don't like the bulking up. Uh, and then CJ Ham fullback, I, you know, could he be a surprise cut? No, I don't think so. Either. The way they keep O'Connell, talking about using him at tight end, using him all over the place. The way like, O'Connell talks, yeah. like he loves he he Trade? talked he talked he talked about uh, design plays and like little like design passes for CJ Ham, and I'm like, all right, yeah. hold on, I've heard this before and yeah. I've seen that. Pretty sure it, we've ran a it few. Doesn't, s- it doesn't go very well. We're running screen passes to CJ Ham and Kyle fucking Rudolph. Tired of those. Yeah. Oh, let's run. Let's run. Uh, oh, the tight end screen. Oh, that's really good. Let's do it with our non-athletic. Yeah, guys. let's do it to the slowest players on the field. Uh, although TJ Ham last year had caught like a straight up like go ball. Yeah, which was I think that was Baltimore game. Yeah, it was Baltimore. I mean, that was pretty wild. Yeah, so. I never expected that. And the way they've talked, they want it. They're not. I think the reason people think, oh, maybe Ham doesn't make the team is because the offense that the Rams didn't use one, but. 49ers use one. I mean, there's ways to use it in this scheme, and it sounds like O'Connell wants to use it. So, yeah. if you got one that's good, yeah, you know, like, like, that's the thing. Yeah, like there's not a lot of good fullbacks. Yeah. So, like if if you're not looking to have one, <coughs> might as well not keep one. Yeah, that's the thing. They probably don't. They, well, Rams didn't have a good one, and then it's like, well, we're not gonna like look for a one. We'll just not use one. Yeah. So, uh, receivers next, or do you want to go tight ends next? Uh, let's go receivers. All right, uh, I've got six. I also have six. I think this is like probably our best position. At least a lot of young guys, but everyone sounds like they're having a great camp. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got Jefferson. Yep. Quality ball player. Thielen. Yep. Je- Jefferson sounds like he's just destroying everybody. Yeah. It, it literally, yeah. Just always open. 
Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I honestly, you know, let's don't even have him practice anymore. I don't want to. I just don't want anyone to get hurt. It just would be the worst thing ever. Is he wake up and oh, hey, Jefferson fucking blew his shoulder out. Remember last year when he did that like diving one and like hurt his arm. Oh, and we thought it was over. Was that in Chicago? No, that was during training camp. Oh no, I don't remember that then. I do. Uh, so Jefferson Thielen, KJ Osborne. Yep. Amir Smith Marset. Yep. Uh, all of BC Johnson. Yep. And Dan Chizina. That's who you did. Yes. I did Jalen Naylor. You, you you're keeping Naylor, huh? I'm keeping the young guy, he, the rookies. Naylor Naylor was uh, my was my final cut. He was sixth round, I think. I think he was after Ty Chandler. Yeah, he was sixth so, round. It, he was the one guy McCardell wanted. It. Oh well, yeah, he banged the table for him. Yeah. They always say, you know, like. People always we always get worried. Oh, you know we can't cut them because someone will claim them, and then no one ever claims them. So I could definitely see like I'm keeping these rookies, but I'm sure there's ways you could cut them and then just put them on a practice squad. Yeah, and you know more people are going to get cut elsewhere. And... I thought about Dan Chinesa, and he's actually they. It sounds like he's haven't made a few plays in camp, but special teams. I had to cut someone somewhere. Yeah, special you know teams. special teams has he has he been good though. He well, gets down new, there. He gets special teams coach. Okay, but that's not going to make him learn how to tackle. I mean, maybe well, it might make him learn how to square up at least because he just runs right by everyone. He doesn't he, know how to stop. Yeah, the concern is like, is he just really fast? I guess we'll find out. But did you see the, the video of Jalen Naylor just roasting Andrew Booth? Yeah, I did see that where he just like gave him a little like shoulder fake and ran yeah, right by him. Made yeah. my 53 on that alone. <laughs> uh, Albert Wilson did not make either of ours. Nope. He newly signed. I haven't heard anything about him. No, other than we're trying him at punt returner, and uh, he, yeah. That's, who who did our punts last year? KJ Osborne. Mm. Why am I blanking? Like, do, 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 I mean, do, do, I don't do, think Amir Abdullah was back there. No, it had to have been. I mean, Chad BB back in the, like was he on our team last no, year? No, he was hurt because it wasn't Wangwu. Longwood didn't do punts. He only did yeah, kicks. No. So, like, had to have been. one of these weird. receivers is probably going to win that part return job and make the team by that. I mean, I think Amir Smith has been working back there. I'm sure Jalen Naylor has, and then KJ Osborne. Yeah, I, I know uh, Amir Smith has been getting a lot of the work. I think he's yeah. getting, like, the bulk load. But At f- Yeah. I, like, I've heard some people saying, you know, could BC or Amir Smith or Set take Osborne's job? I don't think so. I think Osborne's, like, the third receiver. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any way that... He was... Uh, like, that... we saw BC for a year, or maybe even two years, before he got hurt last year. KJ Osborne, to me, was dramatically better than what BC ever was. Just in the last year's season. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, I think your top three is Jefferson Thielen, Osborne, and then you're battling for the fourth with BC and Amir Smith-Marset. Yeah, I think uh, Amir Smith-Marset might, might have the... Uh, upper Certainly hand. more exciting... Yeah, uh, and, but like, it's weird because we were all thinking BC, yeah, it was going to be number three going into the year. Like last year? Yeah. yeah. And, and he probably, had... if he doesn't get hurt, like, K.J. Osborne might not have had the breakout. Well, and to be fair, like, K.J. Osborne sucked as a rookie. We, I don't even know if he made, probably didn't make our 53. I don't he think he did. terrible. Yeah, because we he, didn't want him as a punt returner. Yeah, and that was like what was pitched to why he was drafted. And like, oh, he's just, he's mostly a special teams guy. And it's like, well, this guy's not good at it. So, uh, no. But. Yeah, I was trying to find the uh, 2021 Vikings step chart, but you just really, 
You can't find it. It all brings you to the uh, 2022. So to see the punt return to see the punt year. return last year. Yeah. Um, so why don't I just click on a game and click on like the box score? And I bet you Osborne led the team in punt returns. Just just my guess. Well, I clicked on a bad game. It was the Rams game, and they did not punt. So Zimmer D. Um, that that's return, just... yeah. Punt returns was Osborne. No. Yeah, and hopefully, I guess I guess if I'm rooting for someone, I hope Amir Smith Marset wins that job. Yeah, I think I, I'd like to see ISM. Uh, DD did some too. Oh, DD did a lot. Yeah. Okay, yeah, DD. DD not around. We don't have DD. No, around. we don't have DD around. DD went to. He did sign somewhere. AZ. I think he went to work out for AZ. I don't know if he oh, signed. Okay. Yeah, um, I think DD did the bulk of it. Yeah. Now, now that I saw that, yeah. one, I was like, mm, I feel like I that's think... the only reason he made the fucking team, really. Yeah, because he, because we—that's who we wanted after. Uh, yeah, BC went down. It's like, yeah. well, Didi, it's Didi time, well, yeah. time for Didi Westbrook, and nope. Osborne said, uh, "I'll take that job." Osborne so, was a beast. Yeah, so you, we've got six, and you have Naylor. I have Chizina. Um That gives me uh, thirteen players, I believe. And that would give me twelve. No, that would give me thirteen, and you fourteen. Yeah, there you go. Um, tight ends. Tight ends. I got three. I also have three. I've got Irv Smith, yep. uh, Johnny Munt, Johnny Munt, and uh, Zach Davidson. Also made a change here. I, I didn't have Davidson on my first one, and then I added him. With Irv's injury, I mean, he broke a finger, I think is what uh, it is. Bro- yeah, bro- broke his thumb. thumb. Thumb, yeah. So he's they're, they're making it sound like, oh, he'll be all right for week one against the Packers, but he ain't going to do much the rest of this training camp. Yeah. Which, if that is actually the case, I'm fine with that. Yep. You know, we don't need him getting Keep your joggers game. on. Do some conditioning. Yeah, you could do everything but really catch the ball right now. Yep. So, I mean, you have a broken thumb, but you don't, you can still run around. You can still do whatever. Oh, well, I mean, you can put in a giant cast and go, you know, go play. But <laughs> go block. Here, no. Yeah. Sounds like no Johnny Munt's having a pretty solid camp. I don't know. Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt. And then Zach the Davison. Big, giant, fucking... 6'7", 250? Yeah, and I remember just seeing him at the preseason game last year, and it was like, holy shit, this guy is ginormous. Uh... I heard Kirk talking about like how his upside and stuff, but it also like feel like the way they talk about it cuts both ways. Like, oh, he's got a lot of upside, which also means he's like kind of raw and kind of like uh, yeah. he's a lawn polish. So, yeah, but uh, he, you know, he's gotten some mix in with the ones <coughs> with uh, with Irv out. Kind of yeah. seems like everyone's in a run in with the ones, it does. which doesn't surprise me. I would say if Irv does miss time, it's probably going to be a giant rotation. Yeah, and honestly, I bet you just see a lot of three wide, four wide. CJ Ham, like yeah, it, yeah. CJ Ham kind of is your number two tight end. I would that, think that's at first why I kept Davidson off because I was like, oh, I'll just if you need to, you know, use Ham as a split back or move him around or whatever. But then you know, with Irv's injury, also I kind of like Davidson. You know, just I, you know, he does have that upside. He used to punt. You know, he was the guy that did all the punting. Remember? Yeah. Uh, the so punter and tight end. There's there's a way Very to save rare. a roster spot. So we don't have like Nick Muse. I think he's a rookie this year. Drafted. Yeah. Hopefully he's a practice, practice squad guy. Squad. Ben Ellison. Yeah. Yeah. Ellison does nothing for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, all these guys could easily just be like nobodies. Like even Johnny Munt, Zach Davidson. Like there's not a lot here. Johnny Munt only had like seven hundred thousand guaranteed or something like that, or like seventy guaranteed. Yeah. He could be cut. Yeah. It, this could be a situation where we claim someone off some other team's waivers and like all of a sudden you have a new tight end grip or something. That's true. That's true. We could claim two tight ends. Yeah. Zach Davidson also last year uh, 
was the guy who we tried to put on the practice squad, and he was like all pissed off that like he was going to go to oh, another team, yep. and then we ended up getting him on the practice squad. But so interesting. Paid him more money or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, we gave him a little bump. Uh, so that's tight ends. Both three of them. Three, so I'm still one ahead of you. 16 and 17. Basically, I have Ty Chandler at this point. I mean, yeah. we swap Naylor and Chinezza, but... Uh, all right, offensive line, how do you want to hit this? Uh, tackles and then interior. Okay, tackles. Tackles first. Tackles first. I have three of them. I also have three. Uh, Darisan, O'Neal, and then Ali Udo. Exactly the same. Udo, former right guard. I think that project's over with. Absolutely. Uh, it was a failure. Uh, swing tackles, his best option now. It, it's so he's it, the new Rashad Hill. Yeah, which I think he can do that job. Like, he's bad, but Rashad Hill... Wasn't great either. Rashad Hill was really bad right away too. Yeah, much. He he ended up being a, and you didn't really want him to start ever, but when he had to come in or start one game, it's like okay, like at least he's not gonna go out there and look like uh, who was that absolute bomb? T.J. Clemmings. T.J. Clemmings. Yeah, yes. like at least it's not like that. Or Ole Udo at right guard, or Dakota Dozier at right guard. Like hopefully, and Udo, you know, now he's got a, a bunch of games also under his belt, and maybe it, he is like, all right, sweet, I get to go back to tackle. Now I have, you know, he was, he's so big to yeah, be putting him at guard, and also like, it's got it's kind of interesting for a new regime to come in and then immediately just move him right back to tackle. Be like, yeah, no, that's that no. didn't work at all. Um, I've seen your tackle tape; it's decent. That guard tape, throw it away. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> see that ever again. And then don't ever let me catch you watching that. Uh, Darasak getting a lot of. A lot of hype, a lot, a lot of, of praise from talking about O'Connell. Trent Williams. Like, did you see some of those oh, national articles? Yeah, like uh, I don't know if it was like an Ian Rappaport. I think it was Albert Breer. Actually, it was like he went to our camp and was talking about the buzz in the camp. Like, oh, they they think his athletic profile could be the next Trent Williams. And I mean, first round pick if and came in and played fantastic. So and, and missed like the whole fucking training camp. And O'Connell was talking about how uh, how well he just like knows the game, like his football IQ, like he knows like. How to do certain blocks and when to pass off on certain like uh, stunts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, all that combined with just him entering his second year. Yeah, getting a full training camp from preseason games. Last year he had that core muscle surgery or whatever. I remember like Zimmer was kind of getting on him because it seemed like he was like just wasn't getting healthy. Yeah. So I don't. Know. Well, you know, if you're coaching for your job, you want your first round pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, thanks a lot, fucking Spielman, drafting an injured player. <laughs> Um, all right, so how about you want to hit guards? Interior line. You got all interior. Okay, yeah. how many you got interior-wise? Uh, I've got six. I also have six. Okay, I wouldn't doubt if they're the same. I've got, uh, so I'm going to, my first three are my like projected left to right, which was Ezra, Bradbury, Jesse Davis. Okay, I have um, all three of those guys making the team. And then Chris Reed, Ed Ingram, and Austin Schlotman. We have the exact same six, which... The same offensive line. The same. Oh, yeah. Entire same offensive line. <laughs> I think the biggest thing there is why Davis getting cut by both of us. It, it just isn't happening. That dude sucks. Yeah. From what I hear, that dude sucks. Th- I, he's, he's third on the depth chart. That's the thing. Like, he's he's, he's behind, buried. He's behind Ed Ingram, who, he, who, if I believe I heard correct, has been getting, like, has seen time with the with the ones. Oh yeah, I've yeah, he's you know? actually had some time up there with and and Wyatt Davis, I don't think has ever seen time with ones. No. And like just everything so far about his career except for the fact that he was like highly touted at the beginning of the draft process, he's been terrible. Like yeah. and then you get those uh 
scouts talking about how they told Spielman. Yeah, didn't that, even want him. Yep. And Rick probably was like, well, I don't know. He's supposed to be a first rounder. We did the, it too. It, he probably went, this fan base will <coughs> kill me if I don't take a right guard right here. And, and one if, that was at one point talked about in the first round. Yeah, like, Ohio State. Like, the, I get why it happened, but I, yeah, no. And at some point, the writing's in the wall that he's garbage. I mean, couldn't even get on the field last year with the one of the worst right guard situations in the league. New regime comes in, and he's just dead last. And there's no like, oh, looks good in practice talk. Not, e- not even just dead last. They drafted somebody in the second round to replace him already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin O'Connell like watched him watch his tape going into last year's draft, and everyone in that room was like, nope, that dude's trash. So when he came in, he was like, okay, that dude's trash. Don't even worry about him. Yeah, we can't count on him to actually play the right card spot, so we need to draft somebody. I mean, can we, any chance you could flip him for a conditional seventh or something? I don't. I don't either. I, I honestly think, think so. it's, a, I, it's a blown draft pick. Like, yep. it was just a really bad pick. Uh, I know which, there's I, some really bad offensive lines out there. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see it. Yeah, especially too because if we can't get a trade partner, I would probably would just cut him. Like, I don't know, maybe it, you get him on practice squad and there's, there's no way we were the only team that said nope, wouldn't draft him. So now, what makes you think that they? Somebody he fell to the third, right? And yeah. I think it was a comp third. Like yes, there was some sort of red flags. I know he had some injury history and stuff, but I think his he didn't red even have flags a good were, season. Going into that, it was this year before that he actually looked good. Yeah, I think his red flags were not good at football. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, but yeah, so Ezra and Jesse Davis right now are the two starting guards. Ed Ingram's battling for that right guard job. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was an old Ezra Cleveland thing and give it a few weeks, and all of a sudden the rookies got it. I mean, at least it, you get like with an Ed Ingram, you're hearing good things. It's it's opposite of what happened with Wyatt Davis last year. Where it's like, where the fuck is Wyatt Davis? <laughs> Ed Ingram's actually getting some run. And then you got the Bradbury situation. Chris Reed now is taking a little a lot of practice at, at center, which I find that interesting because it didn't sound like they were, you know, they might have mentioned it here and there, but I think if Bradbury had gone in and really cemented his job, they wouldn't be fucking around with Chris Reed at center. Yeah, because I don't believe Chris Reed's ever played center in the NFL. I, 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 not that I remember, so... And the way, you know, I've read a lot of people saying, okay, Bradbury's still getting driven back. You know, and you've got fucking Harrison Phillips, Delvin Tomlinson, like it's going to happen. But it happens so often. It's been a big, huge problem for like the last three years with him. And they asked Kevin O'Connell about it. And he was like pretty honest to be like, he started off with like, he's great in the run game. He's great at all of our runs. He knows all the different techniques we want to do in the run. And then like he went back to the past and was like, He's getting, you know, he's getting pulled back a bit here and there, you know, but you don't always know why that's happening and stuff. It's like, if he was doing good and you were actually happy with him, you would just be like, Bradbury's having a great camp. Yep. Having a great camp. You should see uh, what he does in the rug game, does it exactly how we want it. Uh, pass yeah. blocking has improved. Yeah. Anchoring great. Blah, blah, you know, I mean, like, but he was sort of just like, yeah. You can tell I, he hit the weight room this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Instead, <laughs> it was came off very much as like, come on, you guys see it. Like, I can't bullshit you guys. He's... Getting bowled back still, you know. We're trying Chris Reed out at center. Like, so honestly, ideal starting five, Chris Reed at center, Ingram at right guard. Let's yep. go, you know. Yeah. Uh I that, yeah, <coughs> I think definitely ideal. I feel like that always happens though every year. We're kinda like, oh, I wish these young guys would take the job, like Wyatt Davis. We even talked about 
after the draft. Remember, we're like, look at how young we are across the board. We got Darasa. We got Cleveland. We got Bradbury. We got Wyatt Davis at right guard. And we got Brian O'Neill. Yeah. And it's like, well, Wyatt Davis is trash. But now it's like, we got Ed Ingram. Let's go. So, yeah, I don't know. We're always more, I feel like, on the positive side. But if it ends up being Bradbury and Jesse Davis that win the job, I guess it's some guys that win the job, you know? Yeah, if they're, and I I believe that if they win the job with this uh, coaching staff, they're They were the best it. man for the job? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're just giving it to Bradbury to give it to him. Yeah. I, I do feel like these coaches see like, God damn it, is he athletic? And is he a big help in the run game? This asshole could just hold up against a bull rush. Like, What do you guys think about him as tight end? <laughs> there you go. Put him in fullback. Come on, you know, lead blocker. Isn't that uh, Patriots uh, fullback like 300 pounds? Probably. They're there, like there, there's, boys. there's a fullback out there who's like 300 pounds. And oh, I think you don't think – I'm sure our – Bradbury could lose 50 pounds in about 10 minutes, too. Like, the guy could barely keep weight on. So, uh, Austin Schlotman, he was one that I actually thought maybe, like, would get the center job. But <coughs> No, I thought he might get cut. Oh, might get cut. Like, if someone that would be like, oh, surprise cut. Like, he wasn't, he didn't get a lot of money. You know, like, I was, I was looking at, like, okay, oh, Blake Brandle, Wyatt Davis, could they beat out Schlotman if Chris Reed is, like, going to be able to play a little center? But in the end, I just kept Schlotman. Where did Schlotman come from? Denver? Denver. Right? So. From the uh, with the running backs coach, oh yeah, Chris Cooper or whatever. Yeah. So, so I had twenty five, and I had twenty six. Twenty six. We had the exact same offensive line, same quarterback, same tight ends, same fullback. I had one extra running back, and we flipped Jalen Naylor and Dan Chin as a receiver. Yep. Good offense. It hasn't been an issue the last two years. Yeah, it's funny because even if like let's say uh, Bradbury and the right guard suck, well then you just had the same offenses last year. Yeah. And hey, it might even be better if Irv Smith stays healthy. Might even be better because Justin Jefferson's better and Kirk Cousins yeah. is playing for a coach who doesn't want him dead. <laughs> and honestly, I think we're deeper at receiver than we've been in years. Like, KJ Osborne is not Jarius Wright. He's better than Jarius Wright. And then you have. He would. KJ Osborne is making a. You could argue is probably the. Would be the number one receiver on a lot of those, like, early Zimmer teams, wouldn't you say? With, like, Charles Johnson as the yeah. number one or. Uh, who was the Michael Jenkins? Michael, yeah. Is that that might even be Frazier? I'm trying to. I'm, but before like the Thielen the last showed up, decade, basically. I should yeah, say, yeah, like the 2010s, like. But all those teams, like, yeah, he'd be a number one on a really bad team. He'd be like a poor man's number two on a normal team, but he's a very, very good number three. Yeah. Like if you go through a lot of teams and look at their top three receivers, I think I would take KJ Osborne over most of them. I mean, everyone in our division. Now you're looking at two teams in a really bad course, and then Detroit. <laughs> Well, so you have three teams with bad receivers in our division. Well, you know. Detroit's okay. DJ Chark, Amon Ra, and Jamison Williams. Well, you don't know what you're getting from Jamison Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I'm a believer in that Amon Ra. He had a great rookie year. Yeah, okay. I'd probably trade KJ straight up for him. Mm -hmm. No. No. That Uh, dude But even like BC as your... As a four, or Emir Smith, Emir Smith Marset as someone. So I don't know. That's a good offense, quality offense. Let's keep Irv Smith healthy. Let's keep Kirk Cousins upright. And like you said, he's actually playing for a coach that wants to meet with him, talk with him, wanted him. Yeah. Well, well, maybe doesn't not, not want, want him. him. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet if Kirk, if uh, KOC like was like, I want Kirk Cousins, but Zimmer was definitely like, at least from what it, uh, Everson Griffin told us, didn't want that dude at all. Kevin O'Connell isn't against the idea of Kirk Cousins being his starting quarterback. 
Mike Zimmer was. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the only way to say it. Yeah, Mike Zimmer, uh, not to blame everything on him, because I don't really think everything was his fault, but he never, since, we were, we were messaging about this a little bit, like, since, like, the whole Teddy going down, and he never really, like, figured out the offense. It was always, like, a new coordinator, a quarterback he didn't want. He didn't, he never really agreed with the play calling, but then never, he, like, second-guessed it, but then you hear that he's just never even by the offense ever. So, like, I don't know. The whole dynamic was kind of garbage. That dude's got trust issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I honestly think, like, you know, so he, he got Teddy, loved Teddy. Bradford, you know, Teddy happened. And then he gets Bradford, and Bradford's actually, you know, pretty good, especially that opening week against the Saints. Well, Bradford had that whole season, too, where yep. he went 8 and And, like, do I think he loved him as much as Teddy? Probably not, but... He also had Pat Shermer there and Tony Sprano, who I think really like he trusted with the offense. So he's like, oh, okay, you know. So it kind of got through those hard times and or those Bradford years. And then I well, mean, and then Bradford got hurt, and he's like, all right, well, can't trust any quarterback. And then Keenum <laughs> happens. He's like, I don't trust that guy. And he's like the case Keenum. He's just looking at him like, what the fuck? I feel like I, you know, really the downfall of all of our team goes back to John D. Filippo. Like, true. That true. That year, he never trusted an offensive coordinator again, and he didn't even tr- he didn't even know that guy. Yeah, all true. <laughs> and he was so bad he ruined Kirk Cousins' first year. Like that was Wait, a waste first, of an entire his year. Yeah, he it, like that's what Zimmer remembers is that first year of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he remember exactly. Yeah, he probably remembers this dude throwing fifty times a game. And not even doing that, I mean, doing fine. I, I but. can't count on this guy to throw 50 times a game. It's like, no, you can, just not every single game and with a bad offensive line. Mike Zimmer's probably going, you're wasting a year of my defense. Like, this was the year after we went to the title game with Case fucking Keenum. You, This is supposed to be like, okay, we just upgraded our quarterback. And it was he was talking to hiring this dude because Spielman and Sperano liked him. And, you know, they just got beat by Philly. Oh, let's bring this guy in. He was probably like completely jaded ever since. Like fuck that. Cause I want you to Sperano die that uh, fall. I think so. Yeah. So all of a sudden you don't have somebody going. Ah, Zimmer likes to run the football. Like, <laughs> yeah. These this this works, but we've got to keep it like sixty forty. Yeah. Not, not eighty. There's like no one to watch him because Zimmer's not there to watch him. <laughs> and since then it's been you know like Stefanski worked for a you know a season and then he got poached and so it's just yeah. Just bad. Just just bad all around. Zimmer, speaking of which, uh, he was in Cincinnati the other day. Well, his boy works camp. for him again. Oh, Adam that's Zimmer. right. On the offensive side of the ball, I think. <laughs> which is hilarious. That's... I mean, I don't blame him. That defense is bad. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, Zimmer, you know, had to screw around waiting for his coordinators and, you know, everything, and his defense fell apart. And then the last two years, that was all his fault. So yes. he had to go. Uh, anyways, to the defense. You want to start with the de- – we- 3-4. We have to, like, change up how we talk about it. I had yeah. down linemen. Well, well, okay. Why don't we take a break real quick? Quick break. Quick break. All right. Welcome back. Uh, so, yeah, we will break up the the defensive line a little differently this year because we're making a transfer from the 3-4 or 4-3 to the 3-4. The old switcheroo. Bringing in Ed Donatel. Uh, new guy. scheme. Uh, Vic Fangio <laughs> scheme. Um... Ed likes to say that they created the scheme, him and Vic. I like that. You know, Kevin, just Kevin, Vic. Kevin has very high praise for Ed Donatel. Honestly, when both Kevin O'Connell and Ed Donatel do their uh, 
I haven't listened to much to Wes Phillips, but when those two do their press conferences, they're fantastic. Like, they answer questions with, like, well-thought-out, multi-sentence, like, answers, not short answers where it's like, shut the fuck up, dumb reporter. I don't, like, don't even talk to me, you know? Chris... Put that away. Chris Thomason, for those of you who don't know, is probably the best worst follow on Twitter. Um, I I can't tell if he's not self-aware or just doesn't care. I don't think he cares, nor do I think he's self-aware. He's the guy that just types as loud as possible, too, on his computer at the press conferences. Like, calls up people the day they've been cut to be like, how'd that feel? Uh. How how do you feel today? (laughs) Fucking lunatic. Anyways, down linemen. You call them interior linemen. Yeah, interior defensive are, linemen. You know, yeah, these are kind of the the beef eaters. Your 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 hand in the dirt. You probably <coughs> weigh two ninety plus. No more of this two hundred and eighty five. Uh, you know, like three tech guys. Yeah, yeah. No more two seventy five tweeners. So here, how many? Interior defense alignment do you have? I have six of them. I also have six. Okay, this is interesting. Where are we missing a player here? Um, I've got Delvin Thomas. So I think this is my left to right or right to left, however you want to call yeah. it. Uh, Delvin on uh, five tech spot. Yep. Harrison Phillips at nose and yep. Armin Watts as the other five tech. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I, I think. See. Those are your three starters with their hand in the dirt. More times than not, you're going to only see two guys, two of them on the field, I would say. In the nickel, yeah, you're going to bring a DB. You're going to pull one of the D linemen off. So hopefully, I mean, well, with Watts as the pass rusher, maybe you'll see a lot of Phillips off the field. Watts staying on to rush the pass on nickel downs and stuff. So Rumor has it. We've been talking to Sue. Rumor also has it. We are nowhere close on terms. But... That makes me feel a lot better about Armin Watts. That we're talking to Sue? No, that we're nowhere close on like money. Oh, that we're not like we're, willing to pay him. Yeah. yeah. And I think I just saw, I don't know if this was new or not, but Akeem Hicks went to the Buccaneers. Oh, this is a couple months. This is during the hiatus. Was this? Okay, because he put his jersey, he did like a jersey thing today. And I was like, oh, oh did he just get signed? I don't know. But I, I, I would love Sue. I think it would be fantastic. But yeah, the fact I guess that they're not overpaying him, that they're not willing to spend a lot on him, maybe they are. Maybe that does. Watts to me, he does feel like I like him. I think he's good. He just does feel like maybe like the link, weak link of the starting group. Definitely, kind of like Bradbury's the weak link of the. But like Bradbury at this point, I'm worried about. I'm not worried about Watts. I just don't think of oh, his all around game is good enough. He's the KJ Osborne. Of yeah, there you go. Yeah, group. yeah. Like it, he's good. I like him. Right. But he's probably, or he's the definitely the low weak, man. Yeah, yeah he's, there's got to be someone that's at the bottom, and it's probably him. Oh, so I feel like um, Bradbury was way too harsh. <laughs> yeah, but I guess the Even defense Jesse just, James. I was like, I don't know. Like the the last two, we like Ezra Cleveland even would have worked because like I don't honestly, know, top yeah, three, that's almost a better. Is you know, Ezra. Ezra Cleveland does his job. He was Nothing really good last year, actually. Like yeah, Watts no, was very good. Yeah, and well, so was well, Ezra. So like, and Watts is on the on the incline. Like Bradbury's on a decline. Like Bradbury, it's like you've well, he's been on a decline his whole career, basically. Uh, all right, so who are your backup three? Uh, James Lynch. James Lynch, like that guy. Me too. J- Jalen Twyman sounds like he's having a great camp. And Asizi Otamwell. So that's that's also my three. 
Uh, what's interesting is I find them all to be five techs. Yes. I don't see a nose in that group. So I think your backup nose is Delvin Tomlinson. Yeah. Like I, if Phillips got hurt next week, it would be Tomlinson at the nose and you'd probably put James Lynch as the other starter or something like that. They, God forbid they both got hurt. I feel like Armin Watts. Yeah, I feel like then you're signing TJ Smith or someone off the waiver wire just to plug right there. Because, I mean, T.Y. McGill, I think, is also a nose, and I cut both those guys. So they're just, they're they're not good. So I'm not going to keep them just because they're fat and they can plug, you know, in the middle of the defense. I I like the top six. I I think those, it's a a pretty solid group. I mean, I think it's got a lot of upside. Yeah. I think the floor is low or. High floor, high ceiling. I, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I feel like the last last year's defensive lines, the last couple of years, just were so bad. And I know we just ravaged the injuries too. Like it, stay healthy would be nice. Yeah, which is why we got rid of Michael Pierce and brought in Harrison Phillips. Mm-hmm. Although uh, Phillips had injuries, some injury issues too last year. It'll be okay. That was last year. Pierce I mean, had, we lost Griffin. Hunter was gone. Like it was. Pretty bad. The it kind of reminds me of the receivers a little bit. After you get past the top few, I like everyone. I like the potential. I like the upside. But if you were to tell me in a year like James Lynch and Jalen Twyman are cut, I wouldn't be like no fucking way. So like while I like them and I think there's good upside there, and they like James Lynch definitely flashed end of last year. Twyman's having a good camp. At least I don't hate them. You know what I mean? There's no. Blake Lynch in this group where I'm like, really? This fucking guy again? You know? So who is the scrub we had? Uh, oh, fuck. Jaleel Johnson. Jaleel. Like, <laughs> guys that you just knew. This guy's terrible. Like, Year in and year out makes the roster now. <laughs> Maybe this is the year. Yeah. I uh, saw so, Shamar Stefan even like, it's about time, you know? Move on. Really, it was always Andre Patterson's fault. The guy is garbage, you know? I can't, you know, I'm surprised that the Giants aren't Super Bowl favorites with that pickup of Andre Patterson. Like, it is... <laughs> they got, they they have two, they had two head coaching hires this offseason. Brian Dable and Andre Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should go to, like, the press conference. Like, you know, if we did that, I would ask Kevin O'Connell, like, how are you going to get through the season without Andre Patterson? Like, have you not... The fans are a wreck. They can't believe you passed up on such a legend. If I had one question for Kevin O'Connell, I would ask him if it if him being such a good coach has anything to do with how handsome he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was part of when I first uh, I sent you like a hey, I kind of like this Kevin O'Connell guy. I'm pretty sure I was like tall, handsome, yeah. just like what they say in Moneyball. Judge him by the way they look. You know, <laughs> great smile. What's great their job, girlfriend right? look like? Sean <laughs> yeah. McVay, guy's a winner. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's go to the edge rushers. Uh, I've got five of them. I also have five. I mean, this is basically just going to be identical the whole way. Is that what's happening? Uh, we'll probably. see. Probably. De- Hunter, Zadarius Smith, DJ Wanham, Patrick Jones, Janarius Robinson. That's what I got, too. Well, that's a beautiful five. I mean, it's going to be, I think it's one of the more interesting things in the preseason will be, how do these guys look standing up? How do they look rushing the passer off the edge and stuff like that? So. I think, I think Wanham and Robinson, I'm not too worried about looking standing up at Patrick Jones just because he was a little uh, little, little beefier. He was like a little less athletic. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I'm not worried, obviously, about – I'm not worried about Hunter. Zadiri Smith's already done it. So four out of five guys. But it will be interesting to see. I mean, Hunter hasn't stood up a ton. So the This is the group that kind of worries me. Like if anything were to happen to Hunter and them. or – you're back to Wanham. You're back to Wanham. 
and the other two guys Robinson. could be complete nobodies. Yeah. Like Wanham, it's like, okay, yeah, you could be a, a fill-in starter here and there, but you're not, he's you're not the an Rashad impactful. Hill of that group. Yeah, he's not like an impactful player, so it's it's a little scary. No, not I mean, maybe he can have a, a jump or something, but yeah, you know, let's pour one out for my boy Kenny Willickies too. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. <sighs> Poor fellow. What happened? Like that hurt what again? was the injury? Like I, I don't even know. One minute he's broken at the, heart. One minute got he's cut. at the Wolves. Or he's at the Wolves game with all of his boys, with the, and then he's gone. He got cut. I Damn thought maybe they bring too. him back on an injury thing, but I don't think anyone has him. Nobody has him. He looked good week eighteen. Just wait for Mike Zimmer to get a job. <coughs> yeah, poor Spielman. God, following yeah, fucking Spielman, man. I have lost a lot of respect for that guy. <laughs> I, he's just like one of us. Oh yeah, he's just a guy <laughs> that like he's like he's which you know maybe that's all like that. Like it just looks like a big fantasy league. <laughs> Like, you know, he's at the Colts camp. Like, yeah, Pittman looks good. He's out there catching balls. It's like, what? Is, is, I guess what else can you do? I don't know. It's just like, it's funny to me watching. Like, you were the GM of our team for 15 years. And you basically were just sort of gathering information and making picks, which is all they're doing, I guess. It's really just, there's nothing special about it. Like, I feel like you trump it up in your head. Like, oh, I bet it's crazy. It's just a bunch of dorks all <laughs> fucking playing fantasy football. It's like, you know, they've got... A hundred guys who do their job for them, and those hundred guys have six guys each who do their. job And they're just for them. dudes, like either looking at numbers or like watching football, and then going like, "I like this guy," you know, like <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, yeah. Chaz Surratt, love him." I don't know if it's the name. I don't yeah. know if he's good. Saw a couple games, looked good. <laughs> Let me go pitch that one to Spielman. <laughs> Ooh, Chaz Surratt, huh? Did you say former quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love this guy. Like, I, you could probably put together a front office of like. Draft guru types. Like PFF could have a draft room. It'd probably be just as successful as half the other draft rooms. <laughs> probably. <coughs> probably uh, better. Our, ours would be better, that's for sure. But now, yeah, we big, have Quasey now, like, so don't worry. Like, we, he's doing big stuff, you know? Big brain. Well, yeah. He's gathering information from, from people, and he's coming he, with an accumulative answer. <laughs> he's really, he's making a spreadsheet. Yeah. He's color, watching a guy. His and is color-coded, though. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. He's... Very good at using Excel. <laughs> That's what matters. Uh, all right, so it's same. We have the same front seven. Yeah, for same front. Seven. Oh wait, we haven't done the linebackers. The oh, interior inside linebackers. The inside linebackers. Inside linebackers. I've got four of them. I also have four, and I'm, <sighs> I in, I'm like interested that. to see who you. Uh, I've got Kendricks, Jordan Hicks. Those mm-hmm. are your starters. Obviously, I've got Brian Asamoah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited for him. Brian Asamoah? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's your fourth? Because my fourth is... I got Chester. I also have Chester. And you know what's funny? I haven't heard one thing about him. Not one. Nope. I didn't know he like, He could be dead. <laughs> but you know what? I saw a couple games of his. Yeah. He looks sweet. The name Former Chester. quarterback Chester. Like, you can't be bad with a name. I like... mean, all I know is I'm not employing another, another long snapper at linebacker. I'm not employing oh, Troy, Troy Dye. Oh, no. I looked at it. I was like, fucking Troy yeah. Dye's gone. No. And then I was like, I guess I only need four because it's only two spots now. Yep. Like, it's not three spots. Yeah, I think I had Chester at off at first, and I put him back on. And Special teams. <coughs> Did he even do those last year? I don't know. What a bad. He could have died last year. Honestly, Spielman's third round last year is looking so bad. Awful. Mond, Wyatt Davis, Chasserat, and wasn't there four picks in the third? I thought it was just three. In was it three? Oh, I'm probably missing someone, but 
Well, would they be on like Chasserat and White Davis and Kilimon? They were all like name guys. Like, oh yeah, I've heard of him. I watched him. You know, just did nothing. Absolutely horrible. Oh wait, Patrick Jones. That was the other third. That was my guy. And did nothing. Like one of the worst third rounds. Now obviously it's about his jersey. Yeah. And now we switch numbers. And did Cam Dantzler ever do that signing? <laughs> I don't think. Because if he did, I missed it. Who took Patrick? Oh, Jalen Twyman got 93. Yeah, Son that's a, a bummer day for you. Get that signed, though. That'll be a rare uh, like a collector's piece when Patrick Jones gets that's traded. That's pathetic. we got to stop taking mid-round picks. I'm so getting an Asamoah jersey. I went Andrew Booth this year. Did you? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a scene. Yeah, I mean, that, that guy's a lot to be six. Yeah, you got it. It's a quality ball player. All right, so we had the same four. I feel like I chose that one with my heart, not my head, to Chasserat. If I'm choosing it, I feel like it's one of these idiots, like Tough Borland, Blake Lynch, Troy Dye. One of them's making it, and they're cutting Chaz. But Troy Dye is number two on the depth chart behind Asamoah right now. He's behind Asamoah? Yeah. I mean, that's I like that. Well, I mean, that's your, like second-team depth chart. Like, like they're together. Yeah. So he's ahead of Chester, Tough Borland. I mean, Blake Lynch made like a diving interception or something the other day. Maybe, maybe he can pass him. I'll say that linebacker so far, worst spot on the team. Oh, by far, because like, like the top Asimov two are is good, cool and all, but he's a rookie. Yep, he's a rookie. And like to be honest, Jordan Hicks. I know he's been healthy the last two years, but he was not for like the first five. So he could get hurt. And like, yeah, top two are good. Like, I'm fine with the top two if they stay healthy. But if they get hurt, like, if the other guys, at least the backups are fun and exciting. Like, I don't know. Asamoah's a rookie, and Chess Rap was terrible last year. Like, I, I'd be excited watching Asamoah <coughs> play next hard to, to Eric Kendricks. It's hard to, I like, don't think I'd count be ex- on him. You yeah. Know? Like, and then after that, it's yeah, a Yeah, I think of, you're playing a bunch of three safeties at that point. Yeah, there you go. Put Harrison Smith down in the box and put Scene down in the box. Oh, either one of them. Put Bynum in the back back area and just let let those other put, guys. Put Bynum in the box. <laughs> um, all right, so cornerbacks. I've got six of them. I have five. So this is where I get my player back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this was a very late cut. This is one of the ones I changed. The guy I cut. Okay. Okay. I've got Peterson and Dantzler. Yes. Andrew Booth Jr. and yep. Shandon Sullivan. Okay. Uh, I think one of my favorite guys from the draft right now, Caleb Evans. Fan favorite. His game on Twitter is strong. Oh, he very is, strong. He's very a fun act. follow. Yeah, very great follow. Everything is skull. Like, we. Yeah. If you. If I didn't know it, I would think that he was a Vikings fan his entire it, life. I don't know if you follow, like, John Randall. Yes. The guy's. He's, like, Viking for life. This kid. Drafted, he's been on our team for like two months. Viking for life, like he'll probably, you know, if he changes team, he'll completely. But like he's into it. He dyed his hair purple. Like he's he's quality follow. Definitely a fan favorite. He'll win over a lot of. And also, it sounds like he's having a great camp. So that's yep, true. He was the uh, the Quasi favorite. Yeah, the one that Quasi's like, oh yeah, I was up all night watching highlights of him. He's getting sweaty. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> These are the ones sweaty. you watch in the dark by yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What do you see? Ian and Caleb. All right. So you're six. I'm going to guess Chris Boyd. Nope. Ooh, Harrison Hand. Nope. No idea. Nate Newcomer, Harrison? I took Nate oh, okay. Harrison. Okay. Uh, just strictly based on knows the defense, can just give Donatello extra eyes and the boys extra. And is he a slot guy? Uh, yes, I believe because, so. Because, like, 
Peterson, Dantzler, Booth, and Evans, I honestly don't know if... Those guys are all pretty long. Yeah. I don't feel like they're slot guys. So you, I only have Chan and Sullivan. Harrison's a slot guy, but on the depth chart <laughs> on their slot corner, it's <laughs> Sullivan and Perry Nickerson okay. is ahead Trash. of Nate Harrison right now. So... So I didn't have Harrison. I, I ended it at Evans. So I only and That's five. where we gained the player. And then yeah. so four safeties. Well, let's talk Dantzler because people are raving about his camp. Like if there's him, I feel like he's – he might be number one that I've heard so far that's just like better confidence, knows what he's doing. He's not letting Booth just come take that job. No, he, uh, he seems like the uh, prototypical corner for the scheme for like Donatello. I mean, he he's like a thinner – Patrick Sertan, like body wise, they're tall, like tall, long. Yeah. Yep. And like Sertan's even pretty skinny. So, yeah. Um, it's, I, if he can, I mean, number three now, too. Didn't you also buy a dancer jersey? Yeah. So you dance that's, oh, because he didn't do the signing. Yeah. Um, three sharp, though. You got fucked. I mean, you should really like return that and get a new. I, mean, I think I'm going, I might pay for a dancer. A dancer three. Yeah. That might be the jersey I get. Be a good look, yeah. Uh, the yeah, needle. so and it sounds like even Patrick Peterson's having a good camp. I mean, it's a solid. I don't, Pe- it, Peterson's having a good camp when he's not getting roasted by Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was saying, uh, who was I listening to this morning? I feel like it was a Reef Hassan or something on PA, and he was talking about, yeah, Dantzler's having a really good camp, really good camp, usually when he's on Thielen. Yeah, that's usually when he does better. <laughs> oh, really? And then it was like, and then when anyone else, like beyond the starters, if it's like, you know, Jalen Naylor, it's like he locks them up usually. It's like, so what you're saying is Justin Jefferson owns all these guys. Which is great. Fine. Because for one, I know we're not going to face a Justin Jefferson. What a glorious thing that we got him. Like, what a win win for just both parties involved. It just saved the whole Diggs trade. Like, now there's not a bunch of like just. Wow, we gave away that dude for nothing. And then to get him over the Eagles, like the Eagles took fucking Rager. Who might get cut. Who sucks. Like they gave up. Jefferson has 3,000 yards his first two years. No receiver's ever done it. He's one of the best receivers that's ever walked into the. Eagles wanted a deep threat? Well, you passed on one. That's why you never draft for like specific skill set. Like, oh, this guy's really good all around, but this guy's slightly better deep throw. Let's take this. Uh, well, you know, Justin Jefferson did a lot of work out of the slot. Since, yeah, that was the whole thing. I mean, I think we even read that a lot. It's, it's oh, like, I, oh mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I remember my final board had Rager above Justin Jefferson. You were a Rager guy, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, like, I mean, I could have made Fuck the same the Eagles, mistake. You know? But, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was great. Since they screwed that up, they've taken two first round. Receivers, basically, because they yep. traded for A.J. Brown and they drafted Devontae, drafted Smith. Devontae Smith. So Spent three consecutive first-round picks on wide receivers. Rager, oh, yeah. Smith, and Rager would count, too, yeah. That's wild. Yikes. And took Ortega Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf the year before. Yep. Wow. Bad job, bad job. All right. Howie Roseman, still employed. Well, he did win a Super Bowl. So did Rick Spielman, not employed. And Doug he was Peterson. the one that... He blamed it on Doug Peterson, didn't he? Did he blame yeah, the Rager thing on Doug Peterson, or did Rager, did Doug Peterson blame it on Howie Roseman? I mean, Peterson blamed it on Roseman. Oh, okay. <laughs> they should all be forced to reveal their boards afterwards. <laughs> I'd love to just ask them. Oh, yeah. Is that true? You really like that guy? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? You really enjoyed Wyatt Davis, huh, Rick? <laughs> huh, Rick? You liked him? I read the scouts didn't even like him. <laughs> even though we were going to riot if we didn't get Wyatt, so... You know, Grapes and Gorak had it first. We, you know, we knew. We, right. we never liked Rick Spielman. Slick Rick bullshit. 
Not fans. Uh, I did save his uh, passport once. Did I ever mm-hmm. tell when I ran into Quasi at the Timberwolves game on here? I don't think I ever I told it on so. here. I told you about it, though. Yeah, right? you told me about it. When I was, like, just fucking hammered, and I went and shook his hand. Yep. I bet it was so awkward and horrible. I Like, thinking back, I'm like, that couldn't have went well. <laughs> I was, like, super drunk, and I walk, and I tried to do, like, a bro hug thing, and then I don't remember what I said at all. Oh, no. So it's like, I know I wasn't there for long, though, so it was probably, like, I don't know. What would I have said? Like, hey, Quasi, let's go Vikings. I probably yeah. something stupid like that, but... When I was in the bathroom, you're Jessica, the man for the job or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, I hope it was that good. It's probably like, what's up, fuckhead? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, later on, when he was, I was leaving, and he was up at the bar. I just screamed, "Quasi, Super Bowl, baby!" And I walked out of the fucking club. Uh, he laughed. His girlfriend laughed too. So hopefully, they didn't think I was a complete lunatic. But and before I did all that, Jessica was like talking to him outside the bathroom. Was like, "Yeah, I don't know who you are, but my boy or my fiance really." Thinks you're going to do a good job and blah, blah, blah. Because we, we saw him sitting at like the front row like for most of the game. So yep. I was like, oh, that's the GM. So she was laying down, you know, great, great talk with him. And then I came and ruined it. Perfect. So saved Rick Spielman's passport, told uh, Quasi Super Bowl. We're well, good to go. Yeah, we're – Darren, you're saving the Vikings single-handedly. <laughs> Pretty sure Rick got fired a year after I helped him out, though. So, yeah. uh, safeties four. Did we talk about horrible. safeties yet? Nope, haven't. Harrison Smith. <laughs> Yep, Harrison Smith. <laughs> Lou Scene. Sign? God damn it. Scene. What is it? Scene. Scene. Like the eyes. Okay. Yep. Scene. 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 But it, scene. Scene. But I'm Nick, never going to remember it. No. I And I'm even going to make it harder because I'm going to call him Sinister Six. So you're going to want to call him Sin. Oh, man. Don't do it. <laughs> but it's Scene. Scene. Okay. Scene. Uh, Cameron Bynum. Yep. And then you have a fourth, right? Yeah, I've got Josh Metellus. Also Josh Metellus. Uh, special special team. Special team. I've got three special teamers on my roster. Uh, Metellus, hey. Chizina, and Chaz Surratt. <laughs> if Chaz Surratt can play special teams, good on him. Because I'm not sure he can. <laughs> He's uh, fast for a linebacker. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. He's fast for a yeah, linebacker. He's also teamers. tiny. But, so, so in total, I guess I have six special teamers. Cause I yeah, got third leg Greg, uh, Jordan Berry, and what is that? Anthony DePaula? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. What a shame that you forgot his name. Uh, we don't hey, care about those last two. two. Third leg Greg, though. Booming kicks in camp, apparently. Unstoppable. Enormous, enormous confidence from Kevin O'Connell. Well, the thing is, again, I, I, Zimmer's time ran out here, and he always had, you know, he had his problems. We talked about the offense thing. He also couldn't get his kicker figured out. Because he's a crazy person. Like, he's just... Some people don't respond to, like, a... Like, a... What would you call Zimmer? Like, an overbearing... He's not laid back. He's too uptight. He's yeah, a, he's, a kicker. He's You're making our kicker nervous. He's an old school football coach. You know? <laughs> he's like, like, every kicker we ever had thought they were going to get caught if they missed a field goal. You can't hire Bill Pell's Parcells like guys it doesn't just, work anymore yeah it just like, doesn't you either need to be bill belichick or that's it like who you yeah it's either you're bill belichick or you're pete carroll who is old as fuck but has adapted to he's a rah like, guy yeah yeah well, i then, mean pete carroll's not even a, he's not a parcels guy is he i don't well, I know so. he was on the i think he was on the jets uh coaching staff i thought he was like the jets coach oh maybe that's or no he was the patriots coach but belichick replaced his ass right yeah. Whatever. Pete Carroll is like, even if he came from that tree, he's rah-rah. You yeah. know, like he's a positive, let's go get him, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, 
I don't like again. I don't want to act like Zimmer was a terrible coach and we hated him the whole time because that dude built a really good defense. I feel like the organization as a whole was pretty solid. But like the 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 OC thing, the looking over the shoulder of the quarterback, like questioning play calling while clearly not even like attempting to improve the offense during the week, and then the kicker situation. Like you could put the kicker situation pretty much on him. Yeah, you think Rick Spielman cuts Daniel Carlson if it's up to him? No way does he give up on. He took that kicker in the fifth round. I guarantee Zimmer's like, I need this guy off my team. I can't. And honestly, the fans wanted it too. But it's why you need a level-headed GM that goes, "Hey, the spreadsheet says we don't cut kickers after one miss." Do you remember all of camp when he only missed three kicks? (laughs) Just it's gonna be okay. Didn't isn't Zimmer the coach that after guys missing some kicks, it might have even been Carlson in a preseason game. That he went for two instead of letting him kick it in a preseason game. Yeah, I think that that's was psycho behavior. And I bet you back at the time, I probably thought it was funny, but I'm not sure it was. I, th- I, I th- you know, <coughs> like, yeah, I mean, listen to the tape. We love Zimmer, but he clearly like ran his course. Yeah, and we love Zimmer, but we also, I feel like, towards the end, definitely were like, it sure seems like during press conferences he blames the offense. Not he doesn't say we lost as a team. It's always like. Well, they didn't convert. You know, it was always, like, definitely a divide there, you know? Yeah. And, like, that doesn't mean, like, we didn't like the team that he had around him. Like, all he had to do was just be able to communicate with the guys and coach them up so they're not giving up 91 points in the second half. And- well, the last two years, terrible job by Zimmer. Yeah. Like, his defense flat out fell apart. Now, it, two years ago, you could probably argue injuries. Last year, there's no excuse for that defense being that bad, especially, like, end of half, end of games. Those are, like... That is coaching. That is you, like, that is you, like that, that situational is, football. Yeah, that is like main focus in a lot of yeah. like practices. So, yeah, and I mean, yeah, he just I think like you said, as a Bill Parcells type, that's just you need to win, or that will like just start to grind people into the ground, and they're not gonna like they're not gonna wanna play for you. Yeah, they're grown men. Like they don't want to be like bitch at day in and day out. Yeah, it's like, definitely like a new era of uh, athlete. They want yeah. to like enjoy playing the sport they play. Oh. Like some, you know, they think hell oh, having a good time while winning is yeah, like yeah, creates they, more winning. They, they, it's like all the new athletes realize that you know, yeah, this is my job, but also it's a game. And yeah, I want to have fun playing a game. I mean, who are the most recent Super Bowl winners besides? So like besides Belichick, is any like hard ass coach? What hardo coaches are out there though? Like, Zimmer was, like, a, a, a last Whoa. of a dying breed, I feel like. Yeah, I'm trying to go through. So, there's, like, Sala. Uh, Is he a hard-ass? No, no, no. He I'm, comes ju- from, I'm just going through, yeah. like, NFC East, like, right now. Or AFC East. Like, Sala, uh, Belichick. McDermott, Belichick, and Mike McDaniel. Yeah, they're all, like, super. Yeah, Mike Tomlin, uh, the Harbaugh, uh, Zach Taylor. And the Kevin Stefanski. I have the Harbaugh. Yeah, I don't know which one. He's John. 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 Yeah. Jim almost came here. Yeah. Got dodged that bullet. <laughs> he would have been a hard ass. Yeah. Um, which is like it was so funny because it was clearly like we need to get away from that. And then it's like, oh, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> what's he doing? What's underneath the box? <laughs> oh, it's Zimmer. God damn it. That's not what we wanted at all. Put it back. You can have Kevin O'Connell. Or you can have the box. What what is Jim Harbaugh gonna do? It's fucking um, Jim Harbaugh. Well, so AFC North like Reich, uh, Peterson, Lovey Smith, 
Lovey Smith's a head coach. That's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's like a uh, grandpa. And Mike Vrabel. He brought the beard Vrabel, back. Vrabel. So, Belichick guy, but he seems like so much... In be- I think he's in between. Exactly. He's like a good do- hybrid. Yeah. Like, he does a good job of... I-, I bet he's a hard ass and, like, a perfectionist, but he's kind of like... He can give a little guff and have a little fun. Like, yeah. I don't think Belichick even jokes around with his players, you know? You think Zimmer was cracking a lot of jokes? No, and Vrabel can, can relate because he just retired, like, what, oh, 10 yeah. years ago I mean, or whatever? And he's so, a like, player. It's a little yeah. different. Yeah. Like, he yeah. can be like, hey, I won five Super Bowls. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Know? I mean, I, like, I guess it's just and a he dime. wins. Yeah, and he wins. Which he produces. Maybe right it, off maybe the bat. it runs. You know, runs. It's you know. Wait, who is? <coughs> God damn it! <coughs> Got a little cough here. That's why we couldn't podcast so, last. That's when you get excited. That's I was thinking happens. about who was the hard ass who ran out. He ran his course. It was fucking Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's that guy in San Fran that he was so good and then they stopped winning and immediately it was like get this guy the hell out of here. Yeah, that was Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he was Chili. Lost. Chili thought he was a hard ass. Yeah. And while we were winning, it was like, eh, whatever. You know, you know it's chilly. And then yep. as soon as you start, like, things go bad, get this dude yeah, the fuck out no. of here. So. Um, and then the NFC West has nothing but player <laughs> coaches. I mean, you have uh, Shanahan, uh, Kingsbury, Pete Carroll. Um, who's the other one? Shanahan, Kingsbury. That's Arizona. Oh, McVay. Sean McVay. Sean McVay, the best of the bunch. Best of the bunch. He's literally like changing the whole league. You know, he's like, all right, we're going to be nice to our players now. Oh, yeah, who's, uh, who's the Saints coach? Uh, Dennis Allen. Young. Feels like a hard ass. Young? Is he you like 40, isn't he only like 44? Didn't he? Wasn't he a head coach previously? Oh, yeah, and that was like 15 years ago already, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks young, which is interesting, but I bet he's like 50. Yeah, he's got to be in his 50s, yeah. huh? And I bet he's a fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> Has to be. <laughs> he comes from that Sean Payton tree. Although Sean Payton, I don't think, was a hard ass. He's just a schmuck. He's, of course he's a hard ass. He allowed pay for play. And he tampered with the Dolphins. I'm surprised that they should find him. There's all the logos right there. I don't think anyone's really... Well, we're just down to the NFC North and NFC East, and nobody in the... Mike McCarthy... No, that dope boy. That <laughs> dude, Ron, Ron, Rivera, taking him Ron Rivera. I think he's more of a player guy then. Um, and then who's the other one out there? Oh, uh, Sir, Sirianni. Yeah, he's he's a great uh, guy. And then the like, NFC North is Lafleur. Like Lafleur. Oh, Dan Campbell. He seems again like a Vrabel though, because he's a former player. They respect him. He's just like he's more like fiery and like a yeah. lunatic versus like. Kind of just bitching at his players all the time. Yeah. Hey, this dude, this Dan Campbell fella, is either gonna bust in flames and be like a just garbage, or he's gonna turn that team around. Yeah, you know, I I don't like that <laughs> it's the Lions that employ Dan Campbell because so much better than Matt Patricia. Oh, there's a hard ass. Oh, Remember yeah. he yelled at like a fucking reporter for slouching. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot! Did you hear like like it's just. Not going great in uh, Patriot camp as far as, like, they're just, like, the offense is super sloppy, not doing good. And they're like, well, you know, Josh McDaniels, ooh, what about Josh McDaniels? Hard ass. Not a hard ass. Nope, he learned. He was going to be he in Denver. He learned. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll see if he learned from his mistakes. But, yeah, it gets not going well. And people are just like, well, that's what you get for having Matt Patricia, like, whispering in Max Jones's ear. Like, you, what are you doing? Get that clown who's ter- clearly a terrible coach the hell out of here. Oh, so. Because, yeah, it's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, like, running the offense. Yeah, Joe Judge, hard ass, right? Hard ass, yeah. Failed horribly. Well, we cracked the code. We're the first ones. <laughs> Don't hire hard asses. Don't hire hard ass. <laughs> unless off. his name is Dan Campbell. Well, to be determined. And, and I think the former player aspect 
helps a lot. Gain, you gain you respect. It, it's automatic credibility. And, and it's not just former player. It's they played like 10 plus years yeah. in the NFL. And Campbell was a tight end, right? Did Campbell win the Super Bowl uh, in 09 with the Saints? Well, if he did, he's a cheater. And a scumbag. Okay, well, yeah, we, we knew this. You know, somebody brought up Kobe Fleener today on K-Fan, and I was like, God, whatever happened to that fella? Well, didn't he get drafted the same year as Luck? But both out yeah. of Stanford? Yeah. Andrew Luck. What's he up to? I don't know. Dead. Poor fellow. He's with Chad Sarat somewhere. Couldn't even make the can't news. Can't find him with a searchlight. <laughs> Couldn't even make the news. Wow. Um, all right. So our 53s were almost identical. I had Ty Chandler. You had Nate Hairston. Yep. And then I had Jalen Naylor. You had Dan Chinezza. Was that literally the only differences? Was it shock? We were pretty shock. Yeah. No was, big surprise cut. Yeah, Wyatt Davis it. is like, but everyone's got that, right? Because that guy's garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting because I know, like, you know, after final cuts, there's always moves. And I have a I, – I almost know, like, five guys who probably, if they make – were on the 53, they're probably gone before the start of the season. What do you mean? Like – Like you'd cut them the next week? Well, no, well, they might cut them, like, the next day because other players are getting – Oh, yeah, yeah, like know, the whole, like, like oh, you're claiming two guys yeah, and like cut Yeah, like Chess Surratt yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like hey, Nate Harris. I wonder, you know – Maybe me tell us. Is there any chance that these third-round pedigrees that we could get something for them? You know, Patrick Jones, does he not really fit our defense, but someone else there in the world might give us a sixth-rounder for him? Chess Surratt. Patrick Jones, yep. Surratt for a seventh? Surratt could – Maybe fetch something. Wyatt Davis, no. I, I don't think, think Wyatt Davis yeah, can get anything. Kellen Mond. I think you could get something, but I don't think they'll trade him just because, well. The problem is if you go to trade him, every other team's going to be like, this guy must suck. Like, Sean You Manny. almost need somebody to call you and be like, hey, we'll yeah, give you a, yeah, a conditional yeah. six or seventh or whatever. Yeah, you need Mond, them to reach out right. first. That's the thing with trading, you know, because, again, it's just a fantasy football league. Like, if I reach out to you and say, hey, I got Kellamon. You want to give me something? You're immediately going like, oh, that guy sucks. Like, no, no, thank you. But if you're just poking around, looking at rosters, and you're like, eh, you know, he's doesn't sound like he's blowing up camp. I kind of liked him coming out of college. Like, let me go after them a seventh. Yeah, like, I, that's all it takes. All it takes is Rick Spielman, you know, just, you know, in the dark, watching Kellamon tape. You know, he's just got to get in the ear of some GM. Now for yeah. trade. It's almost too bad that he didn't get a job. Could have really just dumped our players on him. Yeah. No, this guy, I, I spent a third round pick on White Davis. You want, like, you get all these scrubs in. off our team, please. Um, all right, so I guess we have a game Sunday against the Raiders. Raiders in Las Vegas. Yeah. Should we go? I was <laughs> like thinking about going because I want to see that stadium, but I want to see it in a regular season game. I don't want like first time to be That's like, oh, true. you know, fucking preseason game. You want a few, uh, you want the you want the real atmosphere. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in like four years I think after it, we played there. is When's the next time we play there? I think it's in like... Two or three years or something? Two. It's once every eight years you play at an AFC yeah. team. State. Yeah, and we had a home game against the Raiders. Yeah. So it's less than four years. Yes, yeah, so like maybe next year. Jesus. Three years. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, what, what? We had the Steelers last year again. And yep. So we so had that was brought the, that one That back. was the North. Yep. And so it's got to be next year. What's the other division I'm missing? The South. Yeah, we, you, uh, you went to Houston. COVID oh, you're year. right. Yeah, COVID year, and we played the Titans. That's the Jefferson breakout game. Yeah, yeah so it's next year Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, 
I think we figured it out. Crack the code. Uh, what are you Let's looking see. forward to in the preseason game? Like, what's your? I feel like Kellen Mond won. Kellen Mond won. Uh, Jalen Naylor. Yeah, two. I feel. I even think just like I, I the, think the guys that I guess, I guess the guys I didn't cut mainly uh, the Tyson Chandler, J- Jalen Naylor, Ty Chandler, uh, Tyson Chandler, center for the Mavericks back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, good yeah, player, Ty, Ty Chandler. Yeah, Ty Chandler. Um, and then I, I'm I, edge. I'm interested in the edge guys. I want to see. The interior defensive line as well, like Twyman, the CZ. Yeah. I want to see the scheme. Like, let's see some 3-4. We're not going to get a lot of starters, but whatever. It is nice to at least have Kellen Mond to be like, oh, this will be fun to watch. Because if it was like Sean Mannion and fucking Nate Stanley, then it's like, this is just terrible to watch. Even if Mond is bad, it's something to be like, oh, okay, that third-round pick was terrible. But I wonder how much Ceno play. Because I don't think yeah. he's running with one. Let's just I think. no injuries. Is he not running with one still? I, th- I think he has been, but I don't... <coughs> See if we do get a lot of that three safety safety stuff they were talking about. That's you know partly why I only kept five corners. Figure we can buy them, can kind of go back and forth. Um, okay, well that's it on the Vikings. You want to talk a little Rudy Gobert for like yeah, five minutes? Sure, why not? I promised it that we you know I just what a, what a trade. We're like a legit NBA contender. Did you see ESPN's power rankings? Seven as a seventh in the yeah, West. They just haven't seen it on the court. It seems crazy to me. Like the guy. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And automatically, if you have him on your defense, you're like a really good defense. He's the best rim protector. In, and he's the best rebounder in the league. We lost to Memphis because we couldn't stop anything at the rim or rebound a fucking basketball to save our lives. Like, it was our two biggest weaknesses. And we just got him in one false swoop. And a lot of people will say, you know, well, you gave up so much for him. Well, <coughs> you gave up some role players. That's the thing to me, and I, I think Bever, yeah, I think Beverly was like the biggest loss for like me because it was you know I who didn't love Patrick Ever, Beverly. Yeah, I mean that you was know it was awesome. made yeah. Personality. Part of me was kind of like um, maybe it's good to get out of the Beverly like uh, the Beverly world early than late because there are some things where it's like all right like watching the games like, just stop being stop being doing that like you're. I love the fire and stuff, but you're going to get a technical foul here, and you're causing problems. And then he went on ESPN yeah. and did some hilarious shit, but also was just like running his mouth like a madman. And it's like, maybe this is the kind of thing that runs its course, and it's better to be like, just to be done with it too early rather yeah. than too late. A year early. Like yeah, year yeah. Like, late. so, and also, like, he was, he wasn't that good. Like, he's a great defender. That's a Stop. Like, yeah, like, it's, which is great, but... But he's not going to win six man of the year. Yeah, and he you didn't want him as a starter. Did he want to be a starter still? Like that would have caused problems. Like, sorry, Jaden McDaniels needs to be a starter. So you need to go to the bench because Ant's got to slide to the two guard. Um, and then like you know, to feel like that's the biggest thing to me is that we didn't. Everyone's like, oh, four first rounders, four first rounders. Oh my god, I'm gonna swap. Blah blah. We didn't give him any good players. Most of those trades, you get like a Brandon Ingram. Even when we traded KG, we got Al Jefferson. Like even though it turned out Al Jefferson. Wasn't not uh, really a franchise player, but like there was hope that it's like, oh, he could be our franchise power and, forward. And he may not have been a franchise player, but on a really bad team, didn't he still average like twenty five and twelve? Yeah, so he's like a, he was like a double double machine. Oh. So, so we get- gave them Beverly, who is like a good bench player who plays good defense. Michael Beasley, who shoots threes. Malik, That's it, Malik. Malik yeah, Michael Beasley. What a player he was. Yeah, he was. I missed that guy. Uh, Ma- so much fun. Malik Beasley, he's just a three-point specialist. We've That's all been he does. looking f- 
for a suitor, a trade partner for him for the last year and a yeah. half. Yeah, I mean, again, he's not. It's not like one day he's gonna break out and be a, a even like a all star. He's a corner three shooter, not a corner, but like a great three point shooter. That's it. Bad on defense, doesn't really do anything else. Can't, can't really rebound, dribble the yeah. ball. Can't rebound. You gave them Jared Vanderbilt. I know everyone loved Jared Vanderbilt, but high motor, good rebounder. That's all he could fucking do. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't shoot at all. He's kind of short. I mean, like, he got out, he got owned by Clark in the, the playoffs. The only reason why I liked him is he reminded me of Dennis Rodman. Could <laughs> shoot, hustle, all heart. He, like, on a good team, he should not be starting. Like, yeah, heart, hustle, rebounder. He can't protect the rim. He can't shoot. Like, and that's, he'll always be what he is. It's not one day he's going to be fucking draining threes. He's Vanderbilt. And then what else we gave him? Walker Kessler, who's first round pick, whatever. It's yeah. a lottery ticket. Is that it? Yeah, I think it was, And then all the picks. And then four first-round picks. Yeah. So, and we have a terrible history at drafting. Yeah. And now we're going to be drafting late. That's so. the hope, right. Like, that your picks are in the fucking 20s to 30s. Like, I, I just find it funny. It's like, yeah, you have to give up four picks when you give someone no players. Here's a poo-poo platter of role players. They're like, we're giving you a Hall of Fame center. It's Give like, us all your picks. Like, it's like, well, you know, when somebody were to just offer you a poo-poo platter of players for, you know, one of your good players in fantasy football, you're like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. But if in, like, Dynasty, somebody ta- attaches, like, four first-round yeah, picks. Yeah, now, exactly. Like, oh, I'll take that garbage. Yeah, sure. And like, really, like, those players, mostly, you had to do it. I mean, somehow you got to make the money match. So you have to put players into a deal. They're probably, like... You're not going to count these four random role players as a big... As like, value. As value. That is to make the money work. Now let's talk... Like, I'm sure they were like, okay, Vanderbilt, it's a little value. The other guys are like second round picks, basically. Yeah, it's like, we're... I think <coughs> I think they were talking about maybe even buying out Beverly. Well, that's the thing. Like, if they're either going to buy him out or they're probably just going to ship him off for a second. Oh. Same thing with Beasley. Like, or he could just be their shooter, whatever. He's but like, probably going to just spend his final year of his contract. And then they'll job. treat him as an expiring or he'll just walk or yeah. whatever. But yeah, like you said, it's those aren't that that, that 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 added up to nothing, basically. And then they're like, okay, so now what's Gobert actually worth? Yeah, let's talk picks. Yeah, now is well, DeJounte Murray got three. Yep. So. Hall of Famer, yeah. uh, All Star. What are we doing here? Yep. You know? So Add I, one more. And I wonder if that's even like where Kessler came in, where it was like. All right, four in Kessler, or then it's like four in Kessler. It's like, or three in Kessler. Like, uh, yeah, I think what? it's one more. And it's just like, just fucking go for it. Like, and I wonder it? if they wanted five first, and we're like, ah, take Kessler. Well, and, yeah, <laughs> we're like, ah, that's getting pretty far down the road. We could be bad at that point. Let's just take this guy. Yeah. Uh we don't need two Go Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know everyone's giving a shit for keeping Jaden McDaniel's and like. I don't know if you saw, Jamie like, Daniels like celebrating it as if it was, a, like, they're giving yeah. it, because it kind of, like, everyone immediately was like, oh, my God, they gave up so much. That's hilarious. And then clearly, like, some people on our end were, like, leaking, like, well, we kept Jaden McDaniels. Like, clearly would have been the the main piece to be, like, the instead of a bunch of picks, it's Jaden McDaniels, you know? He would have been n- probably the, not were as two. good Brandon Ingram. Yeah, exactly. Like, at least it's someone they could point to, like, oh, this guy's an up-and-coming star. Like, don't worry about it. You can build around that. But... What, like, if someone offered you two late firsts, would you give up Jaden McDaniels? No. So, well, of course I'd rather give up two firsts. Like, no. I feel like that 100%. was a great job by them. Plus, you're trying to win right now. So why would I want a bunch of picks over Jaden McDaniels? And McDaniels made such an improvement from his rookie year to last year. Yeah. That, like, sky's the limit for him. And he and fits perfect in the offense. The thing about McDaniels, 
is I think he was like the number like seven <coughs> high school prospect coming in, yeah. uh, going into going to Washington, and he just had a bad freshman year, mm-hmm. and so he probably would have been a lottery pick. But since he had a bad freshman year, yeah, he fell all the way to twenty eight. Yep, something like that. Like, it, I'm not I'm not trading Jaden McDaniels. If it would have been Jaden in there, then it would have had to been like, okay, we'll give you one first Jaden and all these other guys just yeah. to like make the money work. Like, to me. And I think another it just goes back to like you're also trying to win, so why not give up more picks? Why hold on to a bunch of picks that are probably going to be five years from now because they're going to want the earlier ones? And like you don't like those late picks are guys you usually have to like develop to yeah. make into something. When you're a good team, usually for a little money or like the minimum, do you get like good role players like older mm-hmm. guys? Older guys. Finally, we'll want to come. That's already kind of happening. Like, we got Austin Rivers for, like, nothing. We got, uh, what's his name, Burns or... Bryn Forbes? Bryn Forbes for nothing. There was another guy who came for, like, absolutely nothing, too, yeah. I thought. Every signing we make, we're like, oh, we got this kind of two-way contract. This guy's really good. Like, oh, that's nice. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's... I'd rather us just go for it. Everyone's like, oh, if they don't win the title, then it's not worth it. We've been to the fucking playoffs. We've won what? two playoff series ever yeah and they were in the same year like i just want to watch playoff basketball this we could we could go to this do you know how fun those six yeah like you need to understand how bad the wolves franchise is before you go like that's a lot to give up if you don't win a title it's a failure like "Mm, not so fast like we've seen a lot of fucking picks come through here that are garbage like i'd rather just get rudy gobert and have a ridiculous good starting five and we didn't have to trade d a lot of those trades for like another star or whatever to come in here involve like trading D'Lo to make. The it money was work. super weird when like so like I get the you know I'm on Twitter and all of a sudden you get the the Woj bomb and it's like it might have been Shams actually that broke out of it. it was Shams okay. and it was like Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. It's like first thing I'm like okay well it's D'Lo and something what is it and then listen the players like wait D'Lo's not in it like that's weird and then you look at it like oh wait that makes way more sense instead of like trading D'Lo at his lowest we were like let's bring in a dude that's gonna make D'Lo really fucking good. So let's bring in a guy that can actually run pick and roll because and roll to the hoop because Towns is more of a pick and pop guy. Oh. Like D'Lo was awesome with Jared Allen in Brooklyn. It was like his best year because he had a guy that could lob fucking dunks to. His like D'Lo's so good at passing. Yeah. Like people don't realize that he's a magician with the ball. Like I I maybe they're not watching him close enough, but that dude's so good with the ball. It, yeah, it's just so the way they did it, just I feel like it works out way better. Then like D'Lo, yeah, he had a terrible Memphis series. But it's one series. Like, I remember uh, we dominated Jaron Jackson. Dude was garbage in our series. Next season, in the series, he did awesome. And, like, fucking Bane killed us and then did nothing in the next series. So, like, had we moved on, maybe it's D'Lo that plays great against the Warriors or whatever. Or, like, even to go into it, the play-in game, Towns fucking falling out with eight minutes to go and D'Lo's the one closing Carrying the game out. So, yeah. like, it would have been annoying to just trade him for, like, and Dilo, his value is so low that you would have been basically just flipping him for like nothing. Yeah, he's essentially just an expensive role player. At yeah, that yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an expiring contractor. You know, like it's yeah. like okay, well, give us some picks and some shitty player. Like instead, they're how do we get D'Lo back to where he like? Why did we bring him here in the first place? And you go get him a, a pick and roll partner. I just want to know: Did we acquire D'Lo's bird rights? I don't know. Because I want to know if we can go over the right, cap right. to extend him. I don't know. 
we're not a we're not a Wolves podcast, you know. Yeah. We're a Vikings Where, podcast. Where's Dean Moore? I, I haven't I haven't studied the the fucking crazy cap situations they got in that that league. They, you know, I've been following basketball like real close, a lot more so lately. But like for a lot, of, like when they first came up with bird rights, I was following basketball a lot. And even then, I didn't really understand it. No, that's like every now and then tr- I get NBA 2K. Like I download it. I'm like, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna do a franchise. And then I fucking start it. And it's like, holy shit! There are a lot of rules and weird stuff that I have no idea what's going on. Like, mm. impressive that 2K puts it all in the game. But like, I, it's like I just put this on auto manage or something. <laughs> I can't handle this. There's too much going on here. Just let me make trades. And, yeah. and simulate and play. No, like, I do know, like, you know, you got to make the money match on trades. It got to be legal. It's not like football where you can just, you know, obviously all your football, you just don't go over the cap. Yeah. That's basically all it is. And, like, if you trade a guy with signing bonus, you eat all the money, and then you have all this dead money, you know? Like, I mean, it's pretty intricate in football, but I've understood it because I've, like, just looked at it more. Yeah. Basketball, I don't know. The reason why in basketball you have to make the mo- like make money work is because, like, everyone caps themselves out. And all the contracts are guaranteed. No. And you can't, I don't care. Can you do the thing where it's like I'll pay for half of it? You can, right? Because they just did that with uh, who's the guy? Oh no, that was baseball. Hosmer, I was thinking. Of. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think you. I don't can think you can because otherwise you'd have a lot more of just people dumping contracts to like get oh. out of them. Yeah, so here, take that. I'll give you. I'll give you. It some would really cash. help out like the big markets. They could just be like, we'll give you a pick for D'Lo, and then we'll just pay him to leave. You know, yeah. like <laughs> and we'll just get him off the books. Um, you could do buyouts, but you know, I don't. But I still think buyouts count against the cap. Yeah. You just gained that roster spot back. Yeah. So, anyways, Rudy Gobert. I mean, the Wolves are. If I had to say, like, who's the, who's the closest Minnesota team to a championship? Well, it's the Minnesota Vikings. You think so? We're a Minnesota Vikings podcast. That's, of course, it doesn't I think matter. So. That's we're fans of all. You're wearing a Wolves shirt right now. Hey, look at that! <laughs> um, like, on, like, well, Vikings could be a choice. I mean, football. I, I, I do that, think I is know, more think... of a you just get a chair at the table in the playoffs. You can make a run. Yep, and that's... it's a little harder for basketball. Like, you got to be a good. Like, even last year, it wasn't like I thought the Wolves are going to fucking win the title. No, and I, I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to stick with the Vikings because I, I, I got to get some eyes on. On that whole, on how it all works, I think it's gonna be real good. I, I, I do too. But like, you know, so I, I take it our bench is what McLaughlin, um, Torian Prince, Torian Kyle Prince, Anderson, Anderson, Nasri. Oh, not uh, Kyle Anderson, another guy we got for a great fairly pickup. good deal. Um, Austin then, Rivers, Austin Rivers, uh, Jalen Noel, Noel. Yeah, you know, you're always gonna have an All NBA center on the court. I mean, and an all NBA power forward. Yeah, basically. Oh, oh, unless you're just saying like in general. Yeah, Gobert when Gobert's out, Cat's okay. now playing center. Like I just, and you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, you can't play with them like together all the time." No, but you can get what probably thirty minutes of them on the floor together. Yeah, I mean, any given night, probably it's twenty-five to thirty. Yeah. Just, well, and also you don't need to play him. Like it depends no, no. what team you're playing. You know, if you got a te- like someone like John Morant. You just let him drive to the hoop and let Gobert fucking swat it away. Guy can't shoot. He's trash. Like you can just do so many, so much more things now. Like Javier Vanderbilt could not do that. He like you. Just, you got Joel Embiid on you. Cat doesn't have to guard him anymore. And we have Chris Finch. Let's, and we have Chris Finch. We, we, you know, it's it's been a big change. Like Quasi, Tim Connolly. Like I feel like both these organizations are going a great direction. 
like new school, smart. Like everyone talks about how they're like just like positive thinkers and stuff. Like not fucking old school bullshit. It's to be good. If yeah. I had to say, I'd say the Wolves. If it wasn't the fact that I think basketball is a harder one to make a run in the playoffs, I think they're the like the most talented team of the Minnesota teams. Like the most. That like, the problem is basketball is just like you got to go. If you run into like a fucking other really good team, it's really hard. For football, the Giants won a Super Bowl once. With weren't they like ten and six and had three road yeah, they games? Were the six seed both. Yeah, time. weren't they the six seed both times? Both they times were? they were the six seed. Like yeah. you can just get hot. Even baseball, like I don't know, like it could happen. Baseball, could the, the Twins the, baseball, make a play? Didn't didn't the Cardinals win that uh, World Series when they only had like eighty three wins or eighty five yeah. wins? Or something I just feel like, like there's more random. You could just get in hot. baseball. Anything, can anything happen. can fucking happen. Yeah, and football, you only get one game, so one time, like seven game series, can really make a difference. Which is why, like in basketball, it's always it seems like the best team usually always wins. Where yeah, I think, football, weird shit can happen. Like, oh, yeah. was in was basketball, Eli weird shit can happen too. Yeah, I guess yeah. And hockey's pretty random. I don't know. Yeah. I'd put what wild last now. Wild last, which is kind of a shame because they were kind of looking like a. Yeah, Pretty damn know. good for a while there. Well, they were they were, and then all of their players got good and expensive, and they're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" At least we got uh, Kaprizov out of Russia. He was he's been out of Russia for a while. <laughs> well, they played that out though. That was nice of them. Very nice of them. You know, they needed some news. Yeah, but uh, that was your Wolves talk. Wolves talk. I mean, I'm going to a lot of games this year. Might have a little Wolves section. You know, I feel like on one of our very first podcasts, we talked to Twins at the end. We talked. Wolves and Twins. Uh, we, we we were a, a Minnesota podcast at first. <laughs> wow. Not going to bring that back, but I do like the Wolves. And hey, Twins might be getting a little playoff run here. Yeah, we might just, you know, it might be a Vikings podcast. <laughs> and, you know, if you don't care for yeah, you just shut the other off. Minnesota teams. Yeah, I mean, hell of a trade off. deadline for the Twins. Another team that's actually just trying to fucking win. Oh. You know, you got one Minnesota team trading for Hall of Fame Centers giving up fucking all their picks, and then the twins giving up a bunch of prospects to try to win. Got to go for it. Well, you know, you know, yeah. With you signed Korea, he's leaving after this year. Like, yeah, clearly, you had no choice but to go for it. It's that it or was, trade Korea. Like, yeah, as soon as, as and soon you're as, in first, you're in first place. Get get into the playoffs. That's the thing. Like with all these, so I, I, that's where I feel like against the Yankees. That's, yeah, they're good. But again, I just feel like with these sports, like just get into the playoffs and see what happens. Where like in basketball, that team we had last year, it's like with Garnett, like all this. You get in the playoffs, you're just gonna lose right away. You need to be better, way better than we were. We were cool last year; it was fun. But that team's never. You need one more really good player. The Gobert trade is. To like this generation's wolves as like the Cassell Sprewell edition. Yeah. Now you actually not just make the playoffs, you can actually get that. Oh, hey, we can actually make a run. Yep. We're like, I feel like the twins just get in. Who the fuck knows? It's baseball, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we lose every time. Yeah, I mean, it's been 18 years yeah. since we won a baseball game. So I guess it, and maybe we're just, you know, being a mediocre team, but we did, they did add bullpen and they added uh, starting pitcher. So, and you know, you just still probably not good enough, though, you right? Just piece it together. Baseball is something you just piece together, and then you know, you make the playoffs, and a ball falls in here. Right. You right. catch a ball there. A you get a called strike three here. Yeah, you get yeah. Phil Cuzzy blowing the uh, call down the left field line on uh-huh. Joe Meyer double. So Joe Meyer double. Um, and that was the are last we, time. We are ever we gonna, are we like lined up to play the Yankees again, or are we avoiding that? Uh, 
Well, so we get a wild card team, <coughs> three division winners, three wild card teams. Because we're we're gonna if we make it, I assume we're winning the division. Yep. So Yankees would not be round one then. No, it would not be round one. But we don't. How does that work? Do all three all? There's no buys. I don't think there's any buys. Mm. Wild card teams would be who? Would be the Mariners, the Blue Jays, and the Rays. Definitely Blue Jays and Mariners. I don't know about those. I mean, the Rays are doing pretty good too, so it could be. Either but way, I think like the, winnable. The, but I believe the Mariners are the third, so they would go up against the Astros right now. We would If we won and the Yankees won, we'd play each other, I bet, though. Because unless a wild card team won and they reseed. Because we're the worst division winner, right? Gotta be. AL Central's gotta oh, be. Oh, shit. There's no... Shit, there's no way they, they there's there's no way they do that. Those three wild card teams all play each other somehow. I bet you we're stuck playing one, and the other two play each other. The other two fuckers have buys or something. We're not we're, a baseball podcast, Ryan. We don't know the postseason. They've been changing all the time. They're doing goofy yeah, shit. I, I bet. I bet the you know, yeah the Astros and Yankees probably do have a buy, yeah. and I bet they recede, and we'd have the worst we'd, record. We probably have a three game series against one of these wild card teams, and then yeah, if we win, we go we unless the other well if they recede though. By record, not by, by record. Seed. No, that'd be fucked up. That'd be fucked up. Yankee Let them Stadium. Pick their opponent. I'm already forgetting that the the NFL has seven playoff teams. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And seventeen games. What's our one random this year? Because last year was the Chargers. It's a home game this year, right? Yeah. Why are we doing this right now? I don't know. We're just we're just babbling. It's been a two months. We, yeah, I know, what? but like, you know. I don't have the schedule pulled up. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Someone's yelling it, and she's listening. Yeah, hold on. Someone's like, what the fuck? I mean, it's just that weird one that's not our division, right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, not like they're they're out of all the divisions that we're actually playing. Yeah, is it the Seahawks again? No, it's an AFC team. We talking about? Oh, the Browns? I typed in NFL schedule. Is it the Bills this time? Do we not play that whole division? Oh, we've got the Dolphins, too. And the Patriots. It's the Colts. The Colts. Yeah, it would be the Colts. Home game against the Colts. That's a dub. So are we going to Buffalo? Yeah, we're going to Buffalo. 11-13? No. Oh, yeah. 11-13, yeah. We're going to Buffalo. Before St. Patty's Day? I think I've already booked your flight, so hope you're in. Oh, that's right. Thanksgiving, we've got a game. That's cool. Detroit or Cowboys? Patriots at home. Oh, fuck yeah. Thursday night. Like that. Seven so o'clock. we have a Thanksgiving game and a London game? Yeah. People, a lot of people think our schedule's tough. I don't think it's that tough. I think we have uh, the 25th ranked strength of schedule. In a good way or a bad way? I think that's in a like good easiest? way. Like easiest? Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. one of the easiest. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We're at an hour 30. All right. I think well, we stopped good. our 53-man about an hour ago. So. Yeah, I, I I think we had a good time, though. Yeah. Did you we, guys have fun? We had to give We all had fun. It's, it's making up for lost time, really. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll we'll walk away. We'll just let the tape fill. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, got a game Sunday. We'll be back next week with a recap of it. Yeah, hopefully. And then maybe some over-unders if, you know, there's not enough to talk about. Yeah, we'll figure it out and I mean, you guys we're enjoy. we're going to go an hour and a half, I mean. <laughs> I mean, we'll just keep going an hour and a half until they quit. See you guys.